This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. Coming to you here from New Griffin Park. Final whistle, let's can hear it. Fans are not happy. Brentford 1, Aston Villa 2. And uh, this game hinged on one moment. One moment it was. Ben Mee got sent off when Brentford were 1-0 up. And, and as you can hear in the background, two moments. Ben Mee getting sent off and Ollie Watkins. Basically, it looked like he was taunting the Brentford fans. I've got a little bit of intelligence as to what was going on about that. I'll talk to you about that a little bit later. But this is the moment for me, the game where... We could have got a win here, but also Ollie Wittkins, who was the favourite. He was the, he was the he was the star in the jewel of the eye of all the Brentford fans. And this is the day that they turned against him because of one moment. I want to talk to my man about this game. It's a bit of a frustrating one, this one, because we looked like we were in control until the sending off, didn't we? Yeah, I thought we played so well for so long, really. Credit to the team and Frank for the tactics because we... We nullified them. We had a formation. We stuck to it. When we got the goal, you know, but the sending off, you don't want to get a red card up that part of the pitch, really, when we defend it. was a, I think it was a red card. It was probably the only decision that VAR, well, I was going to say the ref got right, but he got it wrong, didn't he? Um, the referee was just abysmal, just abysmal. Every little decision. He lost control after an hour, and everything that happened afterwards was down to him. Um, very sad the way the Watkins again did, but whatever abuse he got, Standing in the net and giving it large to your fans like that, or no, his old fans, isn't going to go down well, is it? I'm sure knowing the bloke is, will be gutted with that, but then he ought to think about his reactions. But loads to be, loads to be happy about in terms of the performance. You know, none of us expect us boys to be that competitive today against a, a decent team, but bloody hell, they're unlikable, eh? I didn't realise they were quite as unlikable as that, but they got the win, we didn't, and let's just wait till the team gets back together and uh, let's do them back at their grounds. Let's do them back at their grounds. And interestingly, as well, as you know, every game home, 
win or lose or draw, Brentford players always do a circuit of the of the ground. But to be quite honest with you, a lot of the players I've seen have actually gone down the tunnel. So there's there's a there's like a mini circuit. Obviously Thomas Frank and a few about one, two, three, four, five, probably six players doing a circuit of the ground and Flecken as well. But the rest of them gone straight down the tunnel as well, which is very, very un Brentford. Um, they weren't very happy, as you probably don't know as well. Brentford, obviously, Ben Mee got sent off, and then also another one of their players got sent off as well. Loads of yellow cards. It was all kicking off, punches in the goal mouth, punches up at the other end of the pitch. It was it was like one of those aggy games that didn't seem like it was going to be aggy, did it? No, not the first half was probably one of the best performances that Brentford have put, put on in the GTEC this season. Um, the second half, I've absolutely no idea what happened. I have as much idea as what happened as the referee had about uh, that game. It was ludicrous. It was a red card to Ben Mee on reflection, looking at what came up on the big screen. Yeah, he did go over the top, um, you know, uh, that, so that was a red card. But the rest of the yellows, disappointed in Villa. Villa are a better team and to keep throwing themselves around the pitch and really is a bit sad. You know, um, there are more players who have come back out to uh, come, come round and, and applaud the fans. And the subs, though, the subs. Some of them sons, but some of them are, are going round. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just lost for words, you know, if that's what Villa need to do to, to get to be top of the Premier League, I'm rather glad we're in the position we're in, but hey, we'll just have to move on and bring on the Wolves on the 27th. Bring on the Wolves, like I said to you, listen, and they're, they're trying to correct me saying, I'm just having a go, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, there's ten players doing a circuit here to well, including the subs, um, a number of players have gone down the tunnel. Obviously, a couple have got sent off as well. One got sent off, Ben Me, as well. They're obviously not happy. It's difficult for them to come around and do something like this in a game like that against Villa, where they know that they are so much in command, in control. But, you know, it's going to go. I'm just going to give the intelligence as well on Ollie Watkins. So I've gone down there. There was, uh, you know, reports that maybe Ollie Watkins was getting a particular type of abuse, which we don't like. I went down the bottom and I had a word with a few characters. And apparently what it was is... There's a character with a Christmas tree. He's got. He's, I can see him down there in a minute now. The guy with the um, with the Santa Claus hat on in the first row or the second row. Apparently, he was giving a lot of abuse to Ollie Watkins, as I think it was a corners coming on. He gave a lot of abuse to Watkins, and when Ollie Watkins scored, he gave abuse back to this character. I think that Ollie lost his rag. He didn't need to do that. He should have held his own and did a little bit more respectful. But and that is why the crowd, the whole crowd, have turned on Ollie Watkins because of that. And I think it's a real shame because we do like him, but he didn't need to do that disappointing yeah really so uh, on the Ollie Watkins thing I'm sure it'll all come out I'm not really too sure what happened you can see he was very upset by someone specifically um, there's a lot here of- is the guy down there and see the guy down there in the Christmas yeah. tree hat that was him yeah down there. so obviously like I'm not there I don't know what he said but Santa Claus. It, either way it doesn't warrant that kind of reaction Ollie Watkins knows what that's going to do to the rest of the fans he needs to remain professional and bottle it and report it to someone if he's that upset but to rile up the fans like that it's just it's so quick that you can lose the respect of thousands of people that love you and are so proud of what you're doing and then all in, in an instant it's all gone but, I mean that game was a game of, of bad refereeing. Now, it's not a game of football. You're watching a game of drama at the end of it. And it just shows that the importance of discipline. You'd think Aston Villa would be happy and just enjoying the, the, good, the decisions that they think are going their way. But the fact that they're getting riled up means they have no respect for the referee. So you've got two teams. Neither of them have any respect going on for each other, for the, for the authority that's out there. And you can see it's just, it's just absolute carnage for the last 25 minutes of the game. Well, I, just, I mean, listen, you know... 
and, and, and it is disappointing because it's really weird because we come into this game expecting zero. Villa have got a really great record. They're playing really well. Expecting zero. We thought we'll come in there. It's a free hit. Not going to get anything. All of a sudden, we're thinking, oh, my God. We're actually doing all right here. We're playing really well. And it's a real shame, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't come into this game expecting zero. To be honest, we're like a proper grudge match for them. We've got, quite, we've got a decent record against them. Um, and... The, the quality of the end of the Sheffield United game showed that we more than got the ability to play well and once we know exactly who we're going to be playing with Thomas Frank's got a game plan in mind then obviously we can see that we've more than got the quality there and that's without us essentially a starting 11 team out there today um, I think the turning point for the game other than the red card I have to go watch at home but um, taking Damsgaard off I think it's playing brilliantly but then again Thomas Frank if he's decided that he's going to play him for 70 minutes because he's only just back from injury when I'm not in a position to say that he should have kept him on any longer. He looks sprightly, he looked energetic, but you don't want to risk another injury, not with the amount that we've got going on. So it is what it is. I don't think anyone deserves any points out of that game. I think that kind of game needs to be abandoned and refereed again with a proper referee. I just think... It's... He needs to be sent to referee jail. <laughs> the championship, commonly known as, yeah. <laughs> you beat, you beat. You beat, you beat. Disappointing. Yeah, I thought uh, we were great at the first hour. Uh, I thought that's the best midfield I've seen us play without Jensen in it. Uh, I thought Damsgaard was superb. Uh, Janel and Norgaard, their usual good selves. Uh, the, the two at the front uh, worked their socks off for the first hour. I thought we lost it a little bit when we uh, made the substitutions. And uh, obviously when me went off, that was pretty much it. So, well, the substitutions, what were the substitutions that the people that were in there? Well, the Onyeka came on for Damsgaard, which I thought was a bit more defensive. It meant that we had nothing pushing forward there because Damsgaard was our sort of creative uh, pusher forward chasing them down um, yeah so I think that that kind of harmed us a little bit um, but uh, I thought yeah I mean wh- what a great game uh, until the ref ruined it and uh, you know, so, I mean I was just like I was so frustrated um, I used to, I used to moan about these northern sides coming here and just diving everywhere but now they're, they're uh, West Midland sides and uh, yeah I really didn't like it it was very very annoying but I think uh, as you said, we came in this expecting nothing, but we played a really, really good game and deserved something out of that game. Uh, I don't think Aston Villa deserved to win at all. Uh, I thought we, we were, you know, we, without with our second team with a lot of players missing, we still look very, very good. Very, very good. Listen, listen. Game ended ten men, ten men each. There's about three thousand yellow cards. There was all sorts of punch-ups, uh, fisticuffs, punch-ups in the goal mouth. Punch-ups on the other side, punch-ups on the sideline. The referee, he was all over the gap. He, he had no idea what was going on. Some people might say that he lost control of the game. Other people might have said that he never had control of the game. I've got no idea. We didn't know the VAR was coming. We didn't know who was getting sent off, who was getting yellow-carded. We had no idea what was going on, did we? Well, I'm, I'm trying not... I can hear the passion in your voice, Billy, but I'm trying not to get passionate about it at the moment, but... I travel a, a long way to come to go home games. Nick, Nick, Liberal Nick, travels from Devon. We come and we see a game destroyed by one person who wants to be the star of the show. Now, obviously, I'm not going to say that there's corruption involved, because there clearly isn't, but there's certain ineptitude involved where this guy, Villa knew how to play him. They, they fell on the floor, they got a free kick every time. Now, are Brentford naive? No, I don't think they are, but... We're a, we're a good club with good people, good good people who follow it, and good people who play for us. That's why we love this club. And they're not going to react the way Villa did. If that's what you need to, to go top of the league, I don't want it. Thanks very much. I'd rather have a decent club with good principles and values 
that doesn't behave like that. And as for Ollie Watkins, well, I'm sorry, but he, he may have had a beef with maybe just one or two people. We don't know the ins and outs of it, but you, you, he needs to grow up a little bit. I had a beef with him when he celebrated when he scored against us at Villa Park and everyone piled in on me then. You don't do that. You don't do that to the club that's looked after you. And that's right, he's, he's finished now, as far as I'm concerned. But he might be finished and have a, a, a Premier League uh, winner's medal. Fine. Fill your boots, Ollie. But as far as I'm concerned, he, he can fuck off now. And the other point, I'll come back full circle. I travel a long way to games. I'm actually starting now to question whether it's worth to take, you know, coming down. The football's been brilliant and Brentford battled to the bitter end today. were brilliant. But games are now being decided by blokes who've in a little box somewhere in Oxford, I don't know where it is, who've never played the game. They, they basically said recently that they wanted to bring in airline, air traffic controllers to make them, help them make decisions uh, under pressure. Bring in some former footballers who've actually played the game instead of these idiots we're getting every week down here now. Every single week, they're ruining the spectacle for me. Um, and I, I'm, I really do think they're going to drive people away from football. And VAR, I mean, I don't know if it was a red or not. I've heard that it wasn't that much force when you compare with the tackle with from Enzo on Norgard. But there doesn't seem to be a level, play, level playing field, and, and, and I'm just fed up with it. Listen, fed up with it. Characters are fed up with it. We're all fed up of it, actually. We're going we're out this way. We're, 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 we're trying to get out of the ground because we, 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 at the end of the day, we, we just... Yeah, we just sorry yeah. if I went yeah. there. No, 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 that's all right. That's all right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Listen, he, listen, everyone's got their point of view and, and, and the thing is that there is a lot of frustration there as well. You know, listen, we, 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 listen we don't have a go at referees for the sake of having a go at referees. You know what I'm saying? But we, we, we make a comment and I think everyone, everyone commented on the fact that the referee this game had... We felt has lost the game. Afterwards, you could see, you know, Aston Villa felt they had him in his pocket. He said you one could see. broke off for them. Nobody even knew he'd sent someone off. It I, was thought, so I thought he'd sent someone off from the coaching staff. It was an absolute joke. He shouldn't referee you in the Premier League. You saw a card come out, get waved in yeah. the air. Yeah. He had no clue. There was, there was, there was, honestly, there was a lot, there was a lot, there was a lot of nonsense going on there. But, you know, um, it, some people might say, well, you're feeling a bit bitter because you lost the game. Listen, we're Brentford fans. We're lose to losing. We Listen, for years we've done that. It's not that. And we're quite objective. You can hear on these post-match podcasts, we are very, very objective. Um, you know, Ben Mee got sent off, which a lot of people think yeah, maybe he been sent off, but there was a, just a lot of other things that are happening today. And maybe you might say that, you know, um, Aston Villa are a little bit more... Um, they're a little bit more experienced with us in the cynical area than, yeah. than, than maybe that we should be. But at the end of the day, the referee should be able to get hold of that and make sure that he deals with that. But, but <laughs> if anything, you know, I said to you, it's a shame because, you know, the, the, the punch-ups that happened towards the back end of the game kind of livened the game up a little it bit. Did, it has to be it, it got a bit more atmosphere into the... Well, not that it needed any more atmosphere, but it did get a, a, a certain kind of vibe going near the Brentford home end and got the fans going. But, you know, as I think previous uh, Jim just said just some arbitrary refereeing decisions ruined a great game of football end to end really open game and then you know just he, he had absolutely no control but yeah I think I think from our point of view if you want to go back to talking about the football Godos was bonkers oh Godos Godos put he's, next, he's an ex-player he's an ex-player isn't he he was, he was ex-player re-signed player Godos was, he was everywhere playing on a different level and then he was a, when, when it did 
Well, it did get a bit tasty. He was the, the first one to get involved with a punch-up, probably with one of his classic back-of-the-head slaps, if, I, <laughs> if he's anything to go by. But, you know, it was, it was actually quite an enjoyable game of football. End-to-end really open. We had some great little flicked-in balls behind. Not only that, we had some like, quite intricate play around the box. Sometimes you're probably going to say too intricate. We could have finished off a couple of chances a bit earlier, but... You know, it's cl- classical Brentford, really. I'm going to ask you the Ollie Watkins incident. I mean, the thing yeah. is that obviously we're at the top, we couldn't see. No. Um, like I said, you know, I've gone down there, did a bit of intelligence, I went down the bottom to try and find out what's going on. But I'm just saying, from your point of view, you know, what, what your, your view? I could see him pointing straight away, and he was pointing very, very specifically at one person. Now, I don't know what was said or what gestures were made, but I hope, to, I hope that the club get to the bottom of it and if the, a person has been abusing him in, in any way that's not a banterous way I've done I've done listen I've done I've done the, I went down there I've done the research I spoke to a young lad who's standing right behind the character he was in a um, Santa Claus hat you know what I'm saying he's in the Christmas hat Santa Claus hat whatever you call it and, uh, and, I, and I asked him and I said to him, you know, were there any um, um, chance to Ollie Watkins, which you could deem as defamatory, you know, which shouldn't be right, you know, monkey chant or anything like that? He said, no. He goes, this geezer was just basically just, uh, just, just giving, just, just, okay, just well, properly, they, properly they, laying into him. My first, my first thought was that there was some sort of op- clearly racial comment that had been made. Because if there hasn't, and it's just general winding up, then Ollie's gone way, way over the top, far more than he needed to. Which is a shame when you think of his whole history with, with the with the club. But uh, yeah, so I'll be so I'll be sorry if that is the case, because he's, he would have he would have burnt his bridges. But uh, you know, I hope the due diligence is done by everyone concerned to get to the bottom of what was said and and what his reaction was. Because you you can't you can't do that. You can't go that mad and expect to get away with it. I mean, do you, do you think you could have got a booking for that? Is that something you can get booked for? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you can get booked for taking your shirt off, and that's that's not that potty, is it? Taking your shirt off is nothing, really, with standing up and uh, essentially inciting however many thousand home fans to uh, to, <laughs> to not be happy to, get, to not be happy and to get on your back, especially when you've got a history with the club and with those fans. I don't know. It seems a massive, massive shame. But, but also, there's another. You know, I'm going to put. I'm going to put a sort of. You know, another side of this to it. Ollie Watkins, he's loved by the club. He loves Brentford. Yeah. You know, as he knows the club has brought him up. And you might think also that he wouldn't do something like that unless he feels that you know that was, something that has been initial, poked him. That was 100 percent my initial thought when I saw him pointing out one person. I sort of feared the worst that they they like, you know racially abused him. Um, <laughs> because I couldn't see him acting that way in any other sort of situ- situation. Um, but you know, I'd, I'd, I don't know really. I don't, I, that's, that's 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 probably not what you want to hear, really. No, 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 no. no, no but, but you don't know. And at the end of the day, like we weren't there. I went no, down. We I spoke to a, a young lad who was behind him, and who, who, who and I asked a question, and I said to him, "Is it there any, seems, any 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 monkey chance?" Because seems, at the end of the day, is it if that's so out of character yeah. for Ollie that he, I can only assume that he thought that that abuse was some kind of racial abuse because he was he went way over the top of what you would what you would expect from any footballer getting abuse from home fans which they do week in and week out he gets that abuse week in and week out from it from from everywhere so for him to go that potty about it at Brentford of all clubs you know it puts some doubt in my mind of what was said and 
you know, some digging needs to be done to get to the bottom of what happened. Uh, and, and like I said to you, I spoke to one, I only spoke to one character, I mean, he was behind him, young Asian lad as well who was behind him, and I asked him specifically as well, because I would do, because I ain't having that. I'm not having that at all. So I actually stepped down from the top of the, of the West End down the bottom of the West End to find out if there was any of that kind of activity happening. I did only ask one person as well, and he said that he didn't feel that that was the case at the end of the day, but then you never know. And also, like I said to you, there is CCTV around the, uh, the whole ground as yeah. well, and if there is anything like that happened, they might pick up on it. But I just thought it was quite unusual for Ollie Watkins to go right in on somebody, you know what I'm saying? And maybe it was just a case that this guy was calling him, you know, the C word, or maybe calling him whatever it may be, and uh, he decided that that, that was just wound him yeah, up enough, and, yeah. and, and that's what he wanted to, that's why he wanted to tuck into. Uh, young, young scary. Hello. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective of the Watkins thing, I was thinking basically the same as what's just been said, especially given how much he was celebrating in front of the home fans of his old club. Uh, you know, you've got to assume that he's expecting some level of abuse. And that's why I agreed that I assumed it was a lot more than that. <coughs> and that it was something racial because of how much he kicked off about it, when obviously some level of abuse is pretty inevitable doing that. Um, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm, I mean, to be fair, up to that point, no, no one was getting on his back uh, overall. Got a clap no, when he came on the pitch at the beginning. No one was, you know, kicking off. Yeah, and like, I've, I agree. He's, he's never seemed... He's always seemed like quite a good bloke. I've always liked watching him doing well at Villa. Um, so I would be surprised if he was kicking off for no reason. But then whether that's uh, not any actual abuse of that kind going on and you know him misinterpreting it in, in some way, um, and that's not what really happened. But I don't know, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. He's going to have to do a lot of backpedalling. If if yeah, if yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see once they investigate it a bit further, see what was really said and what's happened. Yeah, come into the game. Pardon? To the game. To the game. I mean, it was, it was a crazy game. Uh, I thought we played really well the first half. And second half, you know, they had a lot more of the ball. Um, but I thought until me got sent off, um, we're absorbing the pressure really well. Um, I'm sure it's... I've got a slight feeling it might have been mentioned already, but the refereeing was, was dreadful. Um, from the inconsistency to him at the end just completely losing control of the game uh, I'll be intrigued I haven't watched back the me red card yet so I'll be intrigued to see that uh, but also what looked like quite a blatant me penalty um, fairly early on in the game in the from half, a corner yeah. I yeah. believe it was um, when he seemingly just got tackled to the ground because that looked pretty got, blatant got, got, had, um, the, the defender had two arms around him and dragged him to the floor I can't yeah, imagine. so I, I mean, I can't imagine how that was not a penalty. So I'd be intrigued to uh, to see you know see that back because I think <laughs> one of the factors in this is that Aston Villa have got far more some some far more experienced players than us, like John McGinn, who is in the referee's ear non-stop, not getting booked for it. He's uh, he's he's in his ear. He's shouting. He's moaning. They're going down at every every possible opportunity, and not and we're not getting. Uh, you know they're not getting uh, any comments from the ref about it about the in some cases blatant diving uh, and all of their players approaching and surrounding the referee which we're all told shouldn't happen anymore I don't want it to sound like sour grapes because it's not at the end of the game you've got to say that you know we, we love statistics on the XG they must have absolutely creamed it I would have thought they had so much pressure all over um, on us all over the second half that like you can't really argue with the with the result but you know it it seems very harsh when you look at the game as a whole 
Ubees. 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 Back in the globe. Everyone's had a bit of time to pontificate on that game. A lot, lot of talk going down about Ollie Watkins, obviously, as to why he just, you know, did something which we thought was very uncharacteristically Watkins. And some people are thinking that still something may have gone down which may have been uh, untoward. Like I said to you, I've only done a bit of due diligence. I spoke to only one person. And there may be a situation that maybe Ollie had thought that something had happened or been said that was that, that, that was different to kind of what I'd heard. So I'm, I'm only just taking my point of view. But at the end of the day, you have to... It's not, it's not up to us, as we said, anymore. It's up to the club to go and sort it out. But it's all... So Santa Hat Man is the person that they need to focus in on because apparently he was the, the person that was... Uh, Abusing Ollie, he was in the front row or the second row, right behind the goal, as it was, you know, so it's all good. But just coming back to that game, frustrating because uh, it was in the bag, I thought, wasn't it? Yeah, really, really frustrating, really, really, really annoying. You know, I, I think I saw the team before, you know, um, before kickoff and you, you kind of fear for the worst because, you know, with Zanka and Roslev at the back, and, you know, we're still looking very light up top without Tony and, um, and Bumo. Um, but you know, I knew that they were going to give everything. You know, there was we've not we've not seen them sort of slack away from you know rolling the sleeves up and, and trying trying their hardest to get something out of a game, and they did, they did exactly that today. And I thought we looked I thought we looked really really like um, dangerous on the break. The little sort of um, round the corner balls from from midfield um, behind the behind the back line with Wiesa bombing on and. Um, KLP out on the flank. It, it looked like you know we, we were getting we were causing some troubles, you know, um, and we, we could have we could have gone ahead before we actually did. I thought so. With with our, with our noses in front, um, and with Aston Villa's form, you know, it's, it, you're always kind of be hanging on in there a bit because we were we were tiring. But Mee's Mee's red card with VAR um, seeing you know dangerous foul play, it, it was it was a it was the turning point really. You know, after that it was like you know I was just looking at the clock, seeing if we could wind the wind the clock down. I think the players started to show that as well. Um, and you know it, it's just frustrating that there was two sort of bad bits of poor marking uh, 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 right, right close in on the goal line really Head, headers as well you know crosses and headers crosses and headers you know it's, it's, it's like it's what you miss with me not being there isn't it it's, yeah, that organisation that calm composure um, you know his, his positional sense me, me's a me's a great player and um, you know he's very experienced so you take that out um, you know, I know Collins came on, but we ended up playing Collins up top. Really, um, it, it, it was it was really really frustrating. And, and what made it worse, and I, I'm sure others before me have mentioned the, the referee. He lost it. He, lo- he lost it in the first half. He, um, you know, you assume that he's not doing it deliberately. You assume he's not a, you know, he's not biased, but. It, it looked that way because we were we were getting booked for similar challenges to um, what Villa had put in in the first half, and they they weren't punished at all. Um, and we we ended up I've not even looked. I mean, it felt like seven or eight yellows. But it, it probably wasn't as many as that. It's probably five or six. But we got the obviously the red, um, and then it got it got really really niggly, and it, it really wasn't. And it didn't seem to be a niggly game, like you know. Uh, but in the end, it was exactly that. You know, you've got McGinn complaining every two seconds that he, you know, they were just. I don't know what he was complaining about because they weren't late, nasty challenges that were going in. They were just like shoulders to shoulders and a little bit of contact. And you thought he's a bit harder than that. And, and that's what kind of summed up the game. It seemed like. 
Villa were on as a referee all the time for for like we were we were we were sort of um, employing the dark arts and, and we weren't really. It was it was it was just like a, a, a really good battle. I thought I thought it was a really good game. I mean, overall, it was a real a, a real cracking game. You know, v, VAR didn't ruin it necessarily for the, the yellow for for the red card. I thought VAR ru- ruined it because. Uh, it would have probably kicked off, I think, if um, if it hadn't been cameras there. So, you know, I, I think that it, it got, after the Ollie Watkins celebration, um, and it all kicked off in the in the goal net. I think if the cameras weren't there, it would probably be a lot worse. And uh, you know, and as a fan, people say you don't want to see that. And uh, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to see players going toe to toe having fights. But I, I, I just think. Um, some more natural justice would have been meted out because <laughs> because there was a couple of their players that were kind of winding our, our lads up knowing that a retaliation was going to get them red carded because we were on a lot of yellows by then um, and, not, and as for Ollie Watkins' reaction now I know it's bizarre you know, I'm 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 going to presume it's nothing really, really sort of bad because you know I I don't believe it was because that w- that would have come out by now. Um, I just think it was just an awful reaction by Ollie. Um, if one if one fan has, has has brought him to torch his relationship with all Brentford fans, I think that's a really awful reaction from Ollie. Um, and I think that's the case. Unfortunately, that's the way football works. I, I think Ollie's burnt his bridges. And I, unless he offers an, you know, a full apology, even then I don't think that's going to be enough. I think, I think Ollie Watkins has, has been very stupid in the way he's reacted. I'm not saying he wasn't goaded, I'm not saying he wasn't abused, but um, assuming it's not anything that, you know, well, you know what I'm saying. Um, assume it's just effing and blinding and calling, calling a player a few names, which happens every time an opponent gets the ball if he's if he's jeopardized everything because of that one fan then he's, he's stupid and um i think you know he says in his post-match comments uh, he's on you know he's on text phone call conversation terms with thomas frank thomas frank spoke to him um at the final whistle they spoke um but it's whatever they, those two have said, and no matter how friendly those two are, you know, Ollie Watkins, I'm afraid, you know, those, those, all that good work has been undone. Undone work, good work. Ollie Watkins scores a goal. Brentford lose to um, frustrating game. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're coming to you from the Globe. We're finishing up our tucker. We've had a bit of taco, we've had a bit of food, we're sitting down there pontificating. We're going to move on. Great roast, Bill. Yeah, it's a great roast. We've had a great roast. We're going to move on because we've got Wolves after Christmas. No more games before Christmas. Hey, thank Christ for that. I said to you, like I said to you, don't forget to buy us a beer, besotted.com forward slash beer. We had a few beers here today as well. Thanks for all the people that came up to us in the pub and also in the ground and outside the ground as well today to tip your hat to us and just say hello, which is all good. Uh, other than that, though, like I said to you, we're going to say to you, we're going to try and get a pre-Christmas podcast going. We'll see how it goes between now and then. And if we do, because we don't want to wish you Christmas too early because we might have one before then. But other than that, as we say, we've got to put it to you. Oh, you be. Come on, you be. Bit rubbish, actually, wasn't it? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.